electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Kathy Wood's flagship ARK Innovation ETF was once known for diehard fans who stuck with the fund even after heavy losses these past few years. But now some of those loyalists might be bailing. That is the focus of today's Tech Check with Deirdre Bosom. Hey, Dee. Yeah, so Carl and Sarah, if you're losing even the loyalists at a time when tech is roaring back, you may need a rebrand. ARK stays as a pandemic darling. They seem to be over. The flagship fund was down 23% in 21, 67% last year. Even the ETF's rebound of nearly 60% this year, that's not bringing investors back. And rather, it's looking like an opportunity for many of them to get out net outflows of more than $230 million this year. I raised this with Kathy Wood herself on Friday evening during our Tech Check special. Our asset retention has been spectacular. I think everyone would agree with that. Uh, asset retention through 21 and 22. Uh, we are up more than 50%, some of our funds 60% plus. Uh, so there would be natural profit taking. I do think we're beginning to see uh, investors shift from the NASDAQ 100 or NASDAQ take take maybe losses or gains there and into uh, our innovation fund because I think the values when it comes to innovation are in our fund. It would need to be a lot of investors and a lot of dollars or at least a lot of upside to get even close to pandemic highs. You're looking at that chart. Assets under management at its peak near $30 billion. Today, that's less than $10 billion. Now, much of that is due to investment losses, not necessarily people taking money out of the fund. But over the last 12 months, investors, they've also pulled a net $740 million from ARK Innovation. There's another reason, though, that investors might not be so willing to move their money. It's more expensive. ARK's annual uh, fee is 0.75% versus 0.2% for the NASDAQ 100 ETF. That's the QQQ. Perhaps, though, the biggest knock against Kathy Wood is this longer-term chart, and she always urges us to think long-term. Despite that huge pandemic performance, ARK, the flagship fund, has underperformed the NASDAQ and the NASDAQ 100 since its inception in 2014. And, you know, it's underperforming a lot of the big names. There was that NVIDIA uh, earlier this year she got out of in the flagship fund entirely. Uh, that is a bit of a damning statistic, uh, Dee. Uh, great stuff on Friday night, by the way. Our dear Dubosa talking some ARK today. Bailing on the Kathy Wood flagship ARK Innovation ETF, the fund seeing almost three quarters of a billion dollars in outflows, despite rallying 60 percent year to date. Dear Jabosa spoke to Wood herself about this during the Tech Check special on Friday. Hi, Dee. Well, Kelly, maybe it's not despite that rally this year. It's because of that rally. I mean, the ARK flagship fund suffered heavy, heavy losses in 2021 and 22 after, of course, the big pandemic boom. But some investors are saying, OK, we've made a little bit of those losses back. So now's the time to sell. We've seen about $230 million in net outflows this year alone, more than $700 million in net outflows over the last 12 months. So I did ask Kathy Wood herself what this perhaps signaled to her. Have a listen. Our asset retention has been spectacular. I think everyone would agree with that. Uh, asset retention through 21 and 22. Uh, 
Uh, we are up more than 50%, some of our funds 60% plus. Uh, so there would be natural profit taking. I do think we're beginning to see uh, investors shift from the NASDAQ 100 or NASDAQ take take maybe losses or gains there and into uh, our innovation fund because I think the values when it comes to innovation are in our fund. So Kelly, she calls this natural profit taking, but if you go back to, let's say the flagship fund's inception back in 2014, you'd actually be underperforming the NASDAQ and the NASDAQ 100. Kathy Woods often urges us to think long-term, but that is the long-term story here, is that yes, you had a huge pandemic boom, but overall it has been an underperformer in terms of tech stocks over the last, let's say, since back in 2014. That's a long time frame. Yeah, it, it, one of the most fascinating stories, right, to, to see the fund and to see Kathy everywhere and, and so many people piling in and then having a change of heart. Now, they're not back to the AUM they were pre-pandemic, but obviously performance has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. Do we know about talent retention yeah. and, you know, how many other ET, they, they've, they've expanded in size considerably over the last several years, and it feels like maybe that's still largely intact. That's a good that's a good point. Um, but I will say, though, that her fees haven't changed all that much. Right. Mm. So she's still bringing in money. The um, what is it called? The fee that she collects is about 0.75 percent. Mm. Let's take the QQQ, for example. That fee is about 0.2 percent. So even though, you know, the value of her assets under management is declining, she's still raking in money that way. Um, so it's an interesting question. Will she yeah. have to sort of scale back? But like she said to me, she thinks that, you know, people are going to put money into her because she has been that underperformer as well. So if they want innovation, they'd rather hold ARC. Exactly. Than the Nasdaq or the Nasdaq 100, but no, so I often mean, with active question, management, sure. totally, people end up coming out of the cycle and going, you know what? Next time I'll just stick with the index, and it has, you know, lighter low. And over time, that's been a better bet. Yeah, exactly. Deirdre, thank you very much. We appreciate it today, Deirdre Bosa, for this edition of Tech Check. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis, but Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix.